Well, hello, my friends. I hope you're doing well. I am just getting in from a business trip and no place exciting, (laughs) but I made it exciting. How about that? I wanted to share with you that leave room for the unexpected. It was interesting because originally I was going to take this trip on my own. I had mentioned it to my guy. If you hear the rattling behind me, pardon me, because I'm trying to take off this ready nail polish. But uh, I mentioned it to my guy about going to this business trip with me. And um, he had talked about it some weeks back, but, you know, I just never brought it back up again. And I think I did last week. So let me restate that. I did bring it up last week just to see. And then, you know, we said we talk about it and things kind of went in a different direction for him over the weekend. So it didn't look like, you know, the chances of him attending this would be a big thing, you know. So I had just decided, hey, I got to go on my business trip regardless if he's there or not. So I am going to just make sure that I'm well rested and I get up early Monday morning to do the drive. Um, the drive to my corporate office that I report to is actually two hours away uh, from where I live. And most of my colleagues are actually within eh, a 30 minute to an hour radius. I think I stay the furthest away in the in the uh, region or whatever. Um, of course, you know, I'm remote, so I don't have to go that often. But I was really feeling run down a little bit because I had just had to do some things that week and just felt like I had a lot on my plate. But the one thing I decided I was going to do is to make sure that when I came home, my home would be my sanctuary. And I'm going to tell you guys this. If there are ways that you can do things for your future self, do it. So future Sean decided that she needed to come home to a well-cleaned home and that she probably wouldn't have much energy to do anything. And that I need to make the work spaces that I typically use around my house, the ones that I touch often enough, clean and to the best of my organized ability. And let me tell you, it was no easy feat because that Sunday, the day that I proceeded to go to my uh, work trip the night before, I had to like run around like a chicken for a couple of hours to get everything together. And um, the blessing was I did not have a lot to do. So it kind of worked out that I could focus on a few key areas that would be manageable for me. And it worked. And I quickly got my bag together. And I only left one thing. And the one thing I did also do is bring my workout clothes. And I tell you this all the time. Um... This is about body movement. Um, Anybody that's into transforming their body and putting all the good energy into your body, movement is important. And I make sure that before these meetings, more often than not, I get in a good workout. It It breaks up all the nervousness, all the kinks, because typically when I'm away from home, I'm not sleeping in my normal environment. So... My rest isn't always restful. And then I'm on edge because I'm going to a meeting and, you know, I'm trying to be present and aware and trying to make sure I have all the things in play and, you know, everything's going as it should. So it was interesting because I am so glad that 
I am who I am. And when my guy came, he could not believe that, okay, I still wasn't dressed. It was in the afternoon. I know I felt guilty because he rushed over here and he was really on time and ready. But the other part of it was it did not take me that long to get together. And even going to my event, it did not take me long to put my bag together and get everything organized. And I was so hyper organized, you know, before I left my event, I left him some key notes and things like that. But I think it's because I have gotten into a cadence of thinking forward. And it does take some practice and it does take some ingenuity. And sometimes when I come home from a trip, I know this sounds really weird and kooky. I like sometimes going to the grocery store, not because I desperately have to have something, but I don't know. It's like a little outlet or a treat for me. Like if I do something at work, sometimes I'm like, I'm going to have like the best meal or snack or get something that rejuvenates. I think the last thing I did was go out and buy me some bath bombs. Uh, these were actually shower bombs and use those. And I'm telling you, those are a game changer if you don't use them. But the premise is really for you to be forward thinking. And if you are constantly running around like a chicken, um, it's hard for you to pull things together. And I'm going to admit that because I am so anal and so um, organized that it does help for me to just be able to get myself going. And I'm a big believer in having a bag pre-packed, you know, have undies, have pajamas, depending on season. I know that can change. Um, having your toiletries and all of that on standby, and then just adding some outfits that you can interchange. I also believe in making sure that you feel good in whatever it is that you're wearing whether it's you're visiting friends, whether it's you're going to a new city. I think there's something magnetic about bringing good energy within your wardrobe. And that doesn't necessarily mean going out and buying something new. Um, it means just honing in on what makes you feel good and exudes your confidence. And that's another thing too, I think we undermine that. Oftentimes our best confidence can come from the things that we already have around us, not necessarily things you have to go out and buy. And all of those little things make up to be big things. I would encourage you to, if you have the ability to travel with someone and it's not um, overtaxing for you and you're not doing anything outside of your company's um, acts, for example, you know, you're not using the corporate card on your friends or boyfriend or anything like that, but you know, if they stay in the room with you, that's not harmful. Um, you know, if you decide that the night before you go up on your trip and you guys want to go out to dinner, again, that would be on your dime, not the company's. I think all those things can be very fruitful because I think it gives you that extra layer of support. And we live in a time where we undermine support. And I remember there was a large part of my life where I felt like I had to power through everything because that's what I've seen. And I think for a lot of people, we all do this. We Well, not let me not generalize here, but historically, a lot of people do that. And then I realized, you know, I used to get upset with people and I didn't realize where it was coming from when they would have their husbands, wives, their person, their partners, whoever, to have this infrastructure where they would go on vacation and also have a business trip in between and have the people around them and to do these fun things when they got back from a trip. 
And I would think like, oh, that's so silly. And then, you know, fast forward years later, now I totally get it. And I think we don't get to wait to the finish line, that we get to tap dance our way all the way through things. And I think that's the other thing too. Like a lot of times we look at these things as a reward and they should just be self-sustaining support. Whether that's a person being with you during that time Or the other thing, too, is a lot of times, I think this is really cool. I know me and my friends may do this. If we're traveling solo, it may be a good time for me to, like, have a phone phone phone-a-thon with a good friend that I may not be able to talk to, you know, during a typical week where I'm in the office, at home office, that is, and, um, you know, I have back-to-back meetings. So sometimes, depending on the mode of travel, it may be kind of cool to have a friend that you can FaceTime or pull up the phone and give them a call. And if you're sitting at a local bar in a place that's new or you're there for a meeting and just call somebody to get that extra layer of support. And I'm telling you, it means uh, it just it just makes it so much better for you. The other thing, too, is I try to be a multi person where if there's one client that I can see and there's like a really good client that I like and let's say I don't have an appointment with them I also try to see if I can see my favorite client too because again that's giving me an emotional boost and I'm understanding that me seeing them also gives them a layer of support but it's giving me a layer of support as well and I think sometimes I call these built-ins where you build things in to make them work for you. It's business and a little bit of uh, pleasure as well, too, that helps you. The other thing I would highly suggest is finding hotels and things that work in the town for you. And that's something I have to get better at with traveling for my job. I typically stay at a couple of the same hotels. So I know them and I know the things around them. But what happens is when I have to go closer to where my meeting sites are, that's when I lose traction. And something so crazy came up today, which is so frugal, but I have to mention it. So I had painted my nails just for this particular meeting. I want to say Friday or Saturday. Do you know when I was working around the house, the nail polish happened, happened to come off on a couple of nails? And it wasn't horrible, but I'm a really big stickler on... Um, just having your hands well manicured. I'm just old school. You know, if one piece of the polish chips off, I just take it all off. I'm just, I'm just neurotic like that. That's my little thing. So I thought I had put this nail polish in my bag. I was so adamant about it. I tore up the whole hotel room looking for the stupid polish only to find it once I got home. Surprise, surprise. So I get um, to the hotel and I can't find this Um, nail polish. And this is the other thing I would say. If something's on your mind, do not put it off for later or put yourself a reminder for later to follow up on it. And here it was the day of the meeting. And I had about mm, 10, 7 to 10 minutes to make it to the meeting location. That was the drive. And I, I probably had maybe 10 minutes to kill, maybe even more than that. But the unfortunate thing was, um, I could not find a local drugstore and my guy, bless his heart, he was doing everything he could to kind of help me find this local drugstore or whatever. So I just had to give up on it and go inside my meeting. And he later told me that there was a drugstore. Matter of fact, um, if we just went up a, a little bit up the radius, we would have found it. 
and I was kicking myself. But I was kicking myself more importantly because when I first discovered that I didn't have such nail polish to redo my nails, I should have instantly had another game plan and I shouldn't have waited to the day of the meeting. Usually I don't make rookie mistakes like that. And he was giving me information and I still didn't, I didn't pay him any attention and I got to own that. You know, before we jumped on the highway, he said, babe, it's probably a good idea if we get something around here because it looks like they have more things in this area and it's easier for us to just quickly navigate on the highway and just go to the one of these stores here and i was like no i'd rather be closer to the meeting site you know that way i don't leave anything to chance famous last words so that's the other thing too you know life is going to happen even to the most anally um, organized people we are going to get caught in a kerfuffle every now and again And the other thing I didn't anticipate was my stomach giving me the topsy-turvy. But the one thing that was really good in my favor, too, is that I also had packed some stomach medication. And I typically try to keep um, pain reliever with me. And I've been better with that because my guy, he's really big on, you're supposed to have this in your purse and in your, you know, your car and different things because he's always carrying around all his his stuff and um he's making me a better person in a lot of ways and um luckily I, I got my little kit together and wouldn't you know it in the kit I had just bought some new um sanitizer and left the darn sanitizer at the meeting location today I'm kicking myself but I say all this to say if I didn't even have a plan in action that wouldn't even have happened so what am I ranting about today it's it's a few things right The first thing is do things for your future self. You will not regret when you think ahead and you put things in place to make your life easier. I think when we come back from a trip, there's the best feeling is to come home to clean sheets, clean room, um, maybe even have a favorite meal waiting, um, maybe having something fun to do or something that you can decompress. I think those things are so valuable. I know that's how I love to come home. The other thing is built in some fun if you have some work travel. You know, again, nothing too crazy, but try to make sure that you leave some downtime for yourself. Continue on your body movement program. I think it's so key that we keep some of our routines with us because it makes us get comfortable in our environment, even though it looks different. And be gentle on yourself. A lot of times when we're doing body movement and we're in different environments, we have to make adjustments. There's times I've had to do my whole routine in my hotel room just because I didn't feel comfortable going to the exercise room. There's been times where I went to the exercise room and I felt like I was in a desolate place and maybe I didn't put on my earphones and I was just being a little bit more self-aware. There's been times where I really wanted to do my standard 45-minute workout and I had to make an adjustment and do maybe 30 minutes, and I had to let that be okay. The other thing too is to not veer too far off the beaten path of your food plan. And I say food plan because a lot of times we look at um, going out, and going out like, for example, going on a vacation, going on a business um, trip as an opportunity to get away from our standing standard eating practice a standard eating practice is when you are making sure that you get the dietary needs that your body needs to function and that you're aware of what makes your body feels good and i think there's a hard balance between 
a little bit of indulgence and also keep, you know, getting those structurally meals that you're used to when you're at home. The one thing a lot of people who travel can tell you, home cooked meals are great. And eating out on the road gets old really quick. And those foods don't always give what you think they're going to give. And a lot of times you're tired, you're lethargic, maybe you're getting to these places late, and maybe sometimes you're like a little bit before the kitchen closes. And that's no fun to order food around that time. Sometimes people don't cook the best. I'm not saying that's at all establishments, but a lot of times you don't want things that are sitting around. So that's the other aspect we have to think about too. And when we're in new environments, we're apt to try new things. And that's not a bad thing, but we also have to leave wiggle room that maybe our tummies may not like the new experimental foods that we try. So it's fun to try new things, and I'm not suggesting that you don't, but just be cognizant that, you know, when you are especially traveling for business, that you need to be up to snuff. And a whole bunch of the greasies and the sweets and things that really um, don't serve you in a large commodity um, will backbite you later. The other thing I would say um, with this too is to make sure that you are aware of the weather. There are often times when I've traveled and oh my gosh, um, I felt like, boy, I wish I would have looked at the weather. I wish I would have planned appropriately. And if you plan with the weather, you know how to dress, you know what to expect. And I think that's so key because you set yourself up for success. And also, um, I think too, again, it's giving you that level of comfortability. The one thing I wanted to also mention too is to make sure that you take some time for mindfulness. I think a lot of times, again, when we're traveling, we get off our routine and we think, oh, we only do that for home. And this was interesting because my guy, he is a big walker everywhere we go. I try to be even more mindful when we do um, stays that I try to get properties where it's safe for him to walk. And he's, he's very capable of taking care of himself, but we have to be very cognizant of the world that we live in today. There's a lot of violence. There's a lot of places where, you know, foot traffic is not welcomed or people may give harsh stares or people may believe that this person is just aimlessly walking around the neighborhood. So we have to be hyper vigilant about being aware of our surroundings. And one of the things I try to do is do an aerial view of the location that I'm in. So therefore I can see clearly firsthand how the area looks and it's not that it's all inclusive because you got to look at google because sometimes those pictures were snapped a couple of years ago but if you give yourself the opportunity at least you have an idea of the layout and you can make some decisions so he went on his walk this morning and my stomach was kind of doing the watsuzi so i decided that i was going to do my meditation practice because i normally do it anyway and then i proceeded to then decide to do some body movement and I really wanted to lift weights but my stomach was like we can only walk on the treadmill and then I get adventurous and decide that I want to go into a light jog I don't know why (laughs) so I go into this light jog and then I realize my hip is kind of bothering me bothering me more than I realize and I'm still trying to jog through it because I'm trying to see like my breath control and then I had to remind myself Who am I fooling? This doesn't make good sense for me to further hurt myself 
And as much as running may seem fun, this isn't something that's on my to-do list today. The most important thing was for me to get in some form of body movement. And I did that. Mission accomplished. And shortly after I got into my routine and I had my headphones in, my guy came to join me in the exercise room and he jumped on one of the treadmills and we were talking and walking and I dislodged my headphones and we had a great conversation because it's not often that I am working out with someone and I'm often doing these things solo. And that's something I'm also learning to do too, is to just adjust to the environment that I'm in and not to just be so rigid, you know, and to open up to, you know, being doing something new and also maybe having somebody join in with me. So I think that was pretty fun too. So this isn't going to be a long uh, podcast, but I just thought I'd share with you some quick little tips that I find helpful when I'm traveling for work and just things to think about. And again, we get to be supported in our processes. We don't have to power through for the sake of powering through. We can get support from our people that care about us and that want to be there for us. And we get to support ourselves when we come back to our home environments. And we get to have a space and place that best represents where we are and making us feel better. So I hope I left you some good nuggets. As always, you can listen to anyone else's podcast, but you decided for this reason today that you would listen to mine. And I appreciate you and thank you for your listenership. Always namaste, my friends.